Okay, welcome to the first episode of Wanna Be 20. Um, I think I talked about this in the last intro. I definitely should have. Um, but just to reiterate, Wanna Be 20 is the story behind my life and how I'm so close to 20, but I'm not, and I'm living in a 22-year-old's body, but I'm but I'm not, and I'm it's it's a long story. But basically, if you didn't listen to the intro, um, I'm 19 and I'm graduating college as a senior uh, this upcoming year, 2022. And just going over a bunch of stuff, daily stuff, I don't know, life stuff um, about how I'm handling this, what I want to do, how it's different, what I'm experiencing, I guess, I don't know, just random stuff. So this is the first episode, um, and I'm going to try to release these every week. Like I said before, I'll probably, I'll probably, excuse me, I'll probably release, um, the first intro along with the first episode. So it'll be like, they'll be like right next to each other. Um, but Tuesdays, three o'clock, definitely watch out because that's when I will be releasing the weekly episodes. Um, so stay tuned. I don't know if you want to set a reminder or if you'll just remember or if you'll even listen to this. It's uh, a great question. But if for some reason you still want to listen to this, uh, feel free. Just know that that's when I'm releasing it. And I have an Instagram, so go follow that. Um, want to be 20. 20 is just a, a numbers not spelled out. So just want to be 20 podcast. And it has information and stuff on there. So without further ado, I'm just going to get into my first, my very first topic. And I feel like this wouldn't be a college podcast without me first talking about college. Um, so I guess I'm just going to go ahead and talk about that. I don't want this to be too specific, but also don't want it to be too broad either. Because it's like there's so much to talk about. And I feel like this could just be like a little like snippet of college. I mean, I could go into more detail about like specific events or like uh like ideas or or like semesters um or topics. I ha- I'm like I said in the last episode, I literally have like a list of topics on my phone, like in my notes app on like stuff that I could talk about. Um and I do kind of want this to be like like informational but also inspirational at the same time. But also, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what, like, where I'm going to end up after graduation. I don't have a job lined up for me. It's crazy because some of my people in my classes, like, for example, I'm 19, right? I'm going to be in classes with all seniors. Some of the classes I'm in have a really big majority of super seniors, actually, which is the term for fifth years. Um, So I'm really out of place. Making friends is hard in those classes. Uh, Because they're all already friends and they've been friends for the last four years. And none of them know that I'm not 21. And I don't plan to tell them that because that would be really awkward. Actually, I lie. Two people know that I'm 20 or not 21. Um, And that's because those are the only people that I talk to in the classes. Otherwise, in one of my classes, um, one of the girls asked me, she's like, oh, are you going to the bars this weekend? I was like, oh, uh, I think I'm going to go home. And she's like, oh, like, like pickle, pickle Christmas is this weekend, which is a big um, Christmas party that the bars on Water Street have. Um, 
at my university um, during the first week of December and everybody goes to it and it's, it's a big thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think I, I think I'll just go to Minneapolis and like hang out there. And she was like, oh, yeah, you'll have lots of fun there. And I just was like, yeah, yep. Like I'm from Minnesota, so that's why I said Minneapolis. But I don't know that I went over this. I didn't really go over. Maybe I can talk a little bit more about myself and who I am. <laughs> um, I kind of just did an overview in the intro. But um, my name's Jordan. I go to Midwest University right now. And if you got the hints from the street and the bars and the names, um, you probably know where I am. I don't want to say it too yet. I don't know. I just feel weird saying it because it's like I just started this podcast. But let's just say I go to uh, one of the UW schools, one of the UW system public schools, not Madison, uh, but I guess it can leave. You can probably figure out which one I go to. Anyways, I'm originally from um, part of the cities of Minnesota, south of the cities um, by like 20 minutes. Um, yeah, a second year student, technically fourth year student, last year student, and college has been such a whirlwind. It's been really fun. Um, lots of new experiences, lots of friends. I live, so in our college, we, everyone pretty much lives in houses, um, right after freshman year. And it was so like overwhelming for me last year because like last year, Right, right after graduate, graduating high school, right, you go into college, you do dorm, and immediately, immediately everyone's like, oh, my God, where are you living next year? I was like, I don't even know if I like this school. Like, why is everyone, I was like, I was like, what's going on? And apparently, everybody signs their lease for next year in October or late September of their freshman year. And to, at, at, at that point, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 like, that makes sense. But right now, I'm like, what was I thinking? I literally was there for three weeks. I could have hated the university and now I'm stuck in this binding contract for the next year. Like that just goes to show how like nothing processes freshman year. Like you're just like taking everything in and you're just like saying yes to everything. At least that's how I was. Like um, my friends would be like, oh, you want to go downtown? I'd be like, yes. I have five assignments due, but yes. (laughs) Like it's just, it's, it's a really fun experience, um, but sometimes stuff can blow over your head. So there's that. I live in that house right now. I did not transfer. So I felt really obligated not to transfer because of the contract that I was in. Um, sometimes I do wish that I would have transferred um, just because I chose probably the one of the coldest universities to go to in the, in the Midwest. Like today I was walking to class and my eyebrows – and eyelashes froze like I could peel the ice off when I got into the building like into my classes and I wasn't I I literally live like less than a quarter of a mile away from my university I me and my roommates live to live on the closest house to the university in the whole um in in all of the student housing like options we are the closest and my eyebrows still froze and my fingers went numb when I tried to wipe the ice off my car granted I didn't have any gloves on and I was rushing to get to the gym this morning but yeah it's terrible and last week it wasn't even bad and I guess I don't I don't know I don't know sometimes why I chose this this college but 
I don't want to end up in the Midwest after I graduate, so I had to figure that out. Anyways, so I live in that house, right, um, with seven other girls. They're amazing. I love them. Um, it's really a fun experience living with your friends. And I know someone once told me, they're like, oh, my God, college is like having to sleep over with your best friends every single night. And it truly is. Um, I'm, and that's kind of cheesy, but, like, it actually is. And then you get to make so many new friends and you don't have any restrictions. Like, your your mom isn't asking you to text you when you get there, text you when you get back. Um, you literally just get to do whatever you want. And it really, you get to learn a lot about yourself and how you react to different situations. And um, I think that that's kind of the beauty of it. Um, and I did learn a lot about myself and got through a lot of different, strange, unexpected situations. There's going to be a lot of unexpected stuff that comes up in college. And there's really no way to prepare for them other than just to have an open mind. Um. Like, for example, I ended up taking a job with, gosh, what was it last year? I took a job with, oh, no, I did not. I guess I don't know. I was trying to turn that into something, and I couldn't quite figure it out. Anyways, just be open to new uh, opportunities. So I live with those seven girls, and it's awesome. And we all have our own cars. It's a really nice house, except the landlord lives next door. So a little creepy. I mean, not really creepy, just the fact that he can probably see everything that we're doing and hopefully not hear everything we're doing because, like, we, we don't want to think that we're that loud. But at times, it's like, hmm. But... Yeah, definitely interesting. Uh, do have to cook for ourselves, clean for ourselves, do our own laundry, which I was doing my laundry in high school, and I didn't realize that that wasn't normal for everybody, or at least the people that I met. They're like, oh, my God, you know how to do your own laundry. Like, I had to teach them how to do their own laundry because they didn't know how to do their own laundry. So that was quite the experience. I had to do that freshman year, though. So they're professionals now. Um. But, I mean, having the freedom in college is pretty, it's, it's, I feel like you get used to it, and it's kind of like that summer freedom, you know, when you're in high school, and you get to do whatever you want because your mom and dad is at work. Um, at least that, that's how it was for me, and that's just, like, every day, and it's really just, like, oh, my God, I'm adulting. One thing that I'm trying to adjust to is, like, oh, my God, I'm graduating next spring, and I have no idea what I'm doing with my life, and this is kind of, like, the purpose of my podcast is to talk about like how I have no idea what I'm doing with my doing with my life and how that's totally, totally okay. Like I know somebody in my class that literally is graduating in two weeks and has no idea what she's doing. I know my cousin did that too. And as she ended up just fine. I mean, like they, it all works out. They still find jobs. They still enjoy life. Like you don't have to know like, Oh my God, I want to be a pilot and, like, do all this stuff. Like, some people know that, but very few people that I've known said that they have always known what they wanted to do. And it changes. Um, like, I wanted to be a radiologist. However, I didn't realize that I didn't like anything about radiology, and I was just blinded by, oh, my God, I'm going to get so much money <laughs> because I, well, that's, that was one of my goals, to be rich. But I don't know. Like money doesn't bring happiness, but also a good amount of money brings 
happiness in a way because you're like self self-sufficient and right now I don't got a boyfriend that's gonna help me be financially stable so I've got to figure this out on my own or I have six months to figure out or find a boyfriend which I that's not I mean yeah but that's not my top priority so if it if it if it happens it happens um but yeah, I'm graduating. Hopefully this is still on topic. I, I'm just talking about college, but um, graduating in May. Still have no idea what I'm doing. Um, there's nothing in me that wants to like apply for a full-time job. And I know it's like, oh, like you have to like, like go work for like some big like corporate company. And it's just like, yeah. Like, that's what everyone does, and it, you should be proud that you get a job with a corporate company if, if that's your first job out of college. And, like, I respect that, but also there's no purpose behind it, or at least I don't see a purpose behind it because you're, you're serving your time. You're serving your eight, nine hours, maybe ten a day out of the five days a week working for this company, probably not getting a lot of, um, feel or I guess autonomy as to what you want to do but more so following what the company wants you to do to help them make a profit and I've just always had this really like entrepreneurial side of me that's like like I really just want to make money by myself so that's one of the things that inspired me to make this podcast um, like obviously I'm not expecting this to blow up I'm not an influencer already I'm not like I'm a Chamberlain I'm not like some of the other girls that are on here are guys um, on here that are making podcasts and having this big social media influence on everybody and making money to suffice them. Um, but, you know, maybe one day I'll end up there and I really just want, like, I, I feel like I could influence people and I would be really good at that because I'm a good conversationalist and I do conversationalist sorry that's singular not plural uh wow why do I critique myself like that <laughs> it's harsh um but yeah so we'll see where that that leads me I guess um I feel like we could have a lot of fun with this um anyways <laughs> gosh off topic again um yeah but overall my college experience has been good my friends give me fun. They give me happiness. Uh, it's college is stressful, but do not listen to your high school teachers. If you're if you're listening to this in high school right now, please don't listen to your college or high school teachers when they're like, "Oh my god, college is so so hard." Like, I know when my teachers would give me tests or assignments or feedback on tests, they'd be like, "You think this is hard? Like, wait till you get to college." And the fact of the matter is that I go to class for like two or three hours of the day and I get to have the rest of the day to do whatever I want. And I get to live with my best friends. I get to have freedom. And most of the time, the teachers won't be handing out 40 question math assignments every night and you don't have to go to seven classes a day. And, you know, I think they just do that to scare you, but... I mean, college is scary. D don't get me wrong. It's it's a little bit scary. And it's it's definitely not an easy breeze, especially if you're in one of the more 
tough majors like sciences or engineering. And I'm so thankful that I'm not in those majors because I honestly, I mean, I, I think I could get through it, but I don't think I would have a will to get through it. It'd be very challenging. Let's just say that it would be very challenging for me to get through that major without any, I don't know, stress. Um, stress comes with anything though. So yeah, I lost my train of thought again. I was literally just talking about majors. Yes, college is hard. Don't listen to, oh my gosh, college is not hard. I can't even speak. College is not hard. College is not hard. College is not hard. College is not hard. It's your mindset that you have to get in check. Um, obviously, if you have a negative mindset about anything in life, it's not, it's like psychologically proven or something like that. I, I read somewhere that if you have a negative mindset, the outcome will be like 98% more likely to be negative. I Don't ask me where I got that from. That might be completely wrong, but I'm, I'm a very, I have a really good like picture memory and I saw a graph somewhere that said that. So I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's right. But so obviously the same is for positive. So if you're going to be positive about something there, you're more likely going to get more out of it. You're going to be benefiting from it and um, it won't wreak havoc on your like mental health or anything like that. Um, so yeah, just getting through and figuring out what I want to do is kind of where I'm at right now. College is good. Um, the people I'm surrounded with, I'm so thankful to have them. And again, I hope that they're on this podcast one day and we just get to have an episode of just talking and they're so funny. One of my friends, Hannah is like the funniest person that I know. And if you know her, you know that you cannot stop or you can't hold back a laugh um, from being with her. And um, I really hope that we can crack some jokes on this podcast one one day um, and release that to you guys. Because my goal in here is just to uplift you, make you happy, make you inspired, give you embarrassing stories, insider to the college life. So no better way to do that than introduce you to my amazing friends. And who knows, maybe my parents will come on here. I know that I'll, if I ask my mom to come on here, she'll definitely take that opportunity up. Um, they probably have a lot to say. She'll probably share embarrassing stories, even though I probably will not advise her to. She'll still do it because, I don't know, she's very rebellious in that in that um, area. <laughs> she likes to embarrass me, let's just say that. Um. So I guess we can get into some of the stuff about college, like where you want to go in the future. Again, we said that like you don't really have to know that. And if you do, that's great. But I just don't. And some of the struggles that I am like dealing with right now, especially if you're a senior in college or you're graduating or you're graduating whatever, your fifth year, um, you probably have to deal with like, 
like work, net, networking and like finding people to work for. And again, like nothing in me wants to like work for a company. I just realized that I did get really off topic from that. I touched on that and then I just went on a random tangent. So I'm so sorry. But um, so yeah, much rather would do this and um, make money by myself. And honestly, if you have, if you're in business, um, it's, it's not that hard to get through, but it's harder to figure out what you want to do afterwards. And I, I know a lot of my, um, colleagues, oh my God, that's so weird to say. Like, why did I just say that? Colleagues? No. A lot of my, a lot of the other students in my class, I'll hear them talking about, or like coming up with ideas and they're like, oh my God, is this a good idea for business? Like, and at my school, everyone's super innovative. And it's, like, actually, like, interesting to hear, like, what they have to say for businesses. Like, today I was literally in a presentation for class. And this one group was talking about this idea for a business that you take recycled um, uh, material. Or not recycled material. You take thrifted clothes, like, from warehouses and you pick, you specifically pick them out for your niche or whatever you want. And um, they're taking, or they would take this van, would take multiple vans and put pop-up shops around the United States. Um, and they would offer sustainable, sustainable clothes at lower prices or like eco-friendly clothes for lower prices. Cause they were trying to combat, you know, how like urban outfitters is like fast fashion and they like, they produce these clothes with massive amounts of waste, um, for coming and going trends. And I was like, Oh my God, like, like that would be such a good idea. Like traveling around the world, offering sustainable clothes. I feel like a lot of people are interested in that kind of stuff anyways. Like, I really like thrifting for clothes, but I know that I don't do it that often because it's, like, not convenient for me. Specifically, if I have to go to, like, a Goodwill. Like, there's just nothing in me that wants to go through the thousands of clothes that are in the thing. Like, I just want, like, the Levi's vintage shorts to just show up in front of my face. And that's just not going to happen. So, anyways, I had this really good idea of, like, filtering out those, like, trends and stuff from Goodwill and, like, um, like other... Um, thrift stores like I know Savers is big by me or um Salvation Army and um following those trends and offering them at um like competitive prices and just traveling around the world or not traveling around the world obviously they can't travel around the world they're in a van traveling around the United States um selling these clothes and they would offer incentives like if you bought clothes from each state in the United States you would get like 20% off for life and I don't know. I just think that's so cool. And that's such like a great like initiative or like like challenge to do. Like I'm up for a challenge like that. And if they pick out like trendy clothes and stuff and I don't have to do the work of doing that and it's convenient for the customer, that's I feel like that would be really successful. Like literally in class in my head, I was like nodding. I was like, yep, yep, this is a good idea. And it wasn't even – it was a simulation. Like it was a fake – proposal our our challenging class or our project was to come up with a an idea that would that's relevant to um issues in today's world and that was combating um like waste and 
saving the environment. So I thought that that was pretty freaking cool. I forgot what the what the um they came up with the brand logo and name and everything, and I forgot what it's called. It was like United United States of something, and it was it was really good. Uh, so if that I like I if so if that ever comes comes up like an actual business, you I guarantee I will be like going around the world trying to find that freaking van and buying all those clothes because I love some good like thrifted clothes. I feel like half of my clothes in my closet are thrifted. I'm one of those people that wears oversized t-shirts. Like I, I literally wore an oversized t-shirt to class. That was probably not the best idea. And I'm talking to oversized t-shirt to cover my shorts and make it look like I'm not wearing pants. I wore my, so I'm, I'm really proud of my oversized t-shirts because I picked them out from Goodwill specifically based on like, like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like how cool I think that they are. So for example, I wore this red, like just, just bright red. And granted I shop in the men's like XL or like XXL or like sometimes large would be big enough, but like, I don't know, I'm tall. So I need it to be like longer, but my torso is pretty short. So I guess I don't know. Anyways. Um, so I would, I would go to these thrift stores and like get the shirts. And I feel like this is really common for like teenagers to do. And obviously or I guess oversized shirts are really common in my hometown anyways. And I'm from Prior Lake, Minnesota. So, um, we live by the lake. We have a very, it's not, it's not rural, rural, but it's like suburban almost. And I don't know. I th- feel like we value those like country aspects. I don't even want to call them country. I don't know. Oversized shirts are a thing. Oversized shirts are a trend. And so I was like, I have to follow the trends. I'm one of those people that cares about brand names, cares about trends, cares about being um, like presented very well. Like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, this is such a cute outfit. Like I'm going to look so cute. Like I can't wait to wear this out. Like sometimes I'll just like plan it out. And they're like, yep, yep. I know one person from my high school, she she had her outfits planned out two weeks in advance. We would we would talk about, we would ask her at softball practice. She was on one of the other teams in my high school. And she was like, and everyone's like, everyone always loved her outfits. You know how you have that one person in, in school that's like, oh my God, I love her outfits. They're so pretty. Like, where'd you get them? And sometimes they'll be petty. Like, like, oh my God, I don't know. Like, and, and they know, they know, but they don't want to tell you because they're like, oh my God, I'm original. I don't want to tell you where I got my clothes. Anyways, she would plan them out two weeks in advance. And I was like, girl, I mean, kudos, but, but what? (laughs) Like who has time to plan out your outfits and who has, I, at the time, like who has that many outfits to plan out two weeks in advance? Like I don't have 14 distinct, unique um, outfits that I can just throw together without reusing the same pants, reusing the same top or, or jacket. Like I just don't have that many clothes. So I was always so jealous of her. I was like, oh my God, like what's she going to wear today? Like, I don't know. And um, so, yeah, I think that that, that idea would be really cool. And um I did wear that oversized shirt to class and this was in college, right? I wore that red Hurley oversized shirt to class. And in, in, in the thought of it, I was like, you know, this is a really good idea. And then as I was walking into class, I was like, this is a really bad idea. Like, why did I do this? Why did I do this? And I looked down and my legs just aren't shaved. I woke up 30 minutes ago 
walk down from upper campus. Like our campus is split. So like we have to walk down this massive hill. Um, granted, still a freshman sitting in class with sophomores and juniors. So at that point I was like, oh, I messed up. Um, but I thought it was hot enough to wear an oversized t-shirt and that it would be acceptable. But then I realized that I was the only one that wasn't wearing pants. Like everyone else was wearing either pants and t-shirt or like a long sleeve and pants, but nobody was wearing shorts. Nobody was wearing shorts, regardless of the fact that I looked like I was wearing no pants in general because my t-shirt was covering my butt, just like oversized t-shirts should do. Um, but I decided not to care because in the grand scheme of things, no, no, in the grand scheme of things, nobody cares in college what you do. They're all obsessed by themselves. They're worried about themselves. And in once you get older in college, they don't even care about themselves. Like I've seen people show up to college. I, you know, those big comfy things, the big comfy blanket things that you put your arms into and they have a pocket and a hood. I've shown, I've seen people legitimately show up to class in a comfy blanket sweater. How they don't sweat. I don't know because I sweat in those things after 10 minutes of me putting them on and I'm normally a cold person. So I mean, it's just astonishing. I mean, everything at college is just astonishing. And I mean, wearing oversized t-shirts to class shouldn't just be like an issue. I guess, I guess I'm proud of wearing that. But on the other hand, no, I don't think I would ever do it again. But I probably, I'll, I will probably do that again. Um, but yeah, everyone is just so like innovative in my classes, and I was like, that's a really good idea. And um, so like I'm like trying to think now I'm like okay well shoot what do I do like how do I make like all this money for me to be sustained or like sustained after college because part of me wants to live at home right part of me wants to be close to my friends but then the other part of me is like like you are at such an advantage like you are literally 20 years old you're graduating you have you can go anywhere you want right and do whatever you want. I mean, it's really not that hard to get a job. You can get a, you can get, I can get a part-time job anywhere I want. I would just have to work more if I wanted to have like a, like a more expensive lifestyle. But my lifestyle, my lifestyle in general isn't that expensive, I don't think, except for the um, massive amounts of food that I spent on Chipotle or the massive amount of money that I spent on Chipotle. Sorry. I think I had Chipotle like three times in the past week. Granted, I did have two free entree coupons, but I love Chipotle. Anyways, um, yeah, it's really not that hard to get a job. So I was like, oh, shoot, like, like, what do I do? Because on one hand, my parents are like, no, like, stay home. Like, we will support you. We will buy you food. We will buy you shelter. And I'm like, mm, that's really enticing because that food saves me a lot of money. A house sure as heck saves me a lot of money. You don't have to pay for water. You don't have to pay for anything like right now my lease is is pretty pretty low um compared to if I was to buy an apartment in like the cities like back home even and I don't even think I would buy an apartment in my hometown or like close to my hometown even or in my state I guess I don't really know but I kind of want to move somewhere warmer like I've always I've always told myself I was like I'm never going to stay in Minnesota or in the Midwest or maybe out west, like I was thinking Montana, Colorado, like I'm one of those really adventurous persons, adventurous people that 
like to take in stuff. Like I love photography. I have my own, I have my own photography side business kind of on the, the more hobby side right now, but I'm really wanting to grow it. Um, so hopefully this can bring awareness to it. It's called Jordan McKenzie photography. If you want to check it out, but I, I do senior pictures and stuff like that. Um, granted my last senior picture session wasn't until, or wasn't in, or it was in 2020 summer of 2020. So I didn't do anything with that last year, which I highly regret. I was just so lazy. And I was like, I I guess I don't know. That's the hard part of being a business person is like, you have to have motivation. You have to have a purpose. So being able to pursue something like that in like a different state where there's so much opportunity for adventures and like sightseeing, like Montana, I could take so many pictures there. I could grow a business there. Colorado, the same Utah, um, but then I'm like, part of me is like, well, I really want to move down south. Like, I want somewhere warm. Like, right now it's nine degrees, and I feel like my booty's gonna freeze off of my body just walking to class. Um, so I was like, like, wow, like, do I? Where do I go? Like, I'm so unsure right now. And I'm looking at like the Carolinas, Florida. I was looking at California a little bit, but then I'm like, I just don't think I can afford that. Um, I was thinking gosh, what was the other one I was thinking? Oh, Tennessee or Texas. Texas is generally cheaper, I've learned. Um, and it's warmer and there's a lot of people there that I could probably meet. I feel like if there's anywhere that I would go that would have people like me, it would be Texas. I don't know. For for some reason, I'm like, I'm like Texas. Either that or Tennessee, like Nashville area or Florida. I feel like Florida, there's a lot of younger people too. But there's also a lot of, of uh, older people, depending on where you go. But I was thinking west coast of Florida, like Fort Myers, Naples, Cape Corral. I don't know the other. I was thinking, um, you know, that like upper, what was that called? The one the one that gets like all the recognition and they have them on the sweatshirts. Oh, my gosh. Why can't I figure it out? Oh, Seaside, Seaside. Everyone's like, oh, my God, come to Seaside. Or like, you know, you know, the sea. Uh, wow. You know, you see the seaside sweatshirts that are really like aesthetically pleasing and vintage. I've always wanted one of those. Always hoped to find one at uh, Goodwill and I just never have to this day. Maybe one is just going to be there when I get back for home. I usually stop at Goodwill when I go home for Christmas. Um, so maybe I'll do that. But um, yeah, so I just there's so there's so much for me to figure out in such little time. Like, I don't know, like, do, do I buy or do I like look for houses right now if I don't know where I want to go? Like, I don't even have it narrowed down to like two or three states. Like I'm like willing and ready to move to anywhere that's preferably warm all year round, but with the exception of Montana and Colorado. I don't know what stands out to me about Montana and Colorado. I've been to Colorado once and it was the best experience of my entire life. I went there for a, um, a youth group week long trip. It was like it was amazing. It was so captivating and I just fell in love with it. However, it was also on the top of a mountain with all of these amenities provided for us. We weren't allowed to leave the campsite. We didn't allow our phones. We weren't allowed our phones. We weren't allowed. Um, yeah, that was it actually. And they gave us all of the food. They, oh my gosh, they served us good. If you ever know, if you have ever heard of the Young Life Organization, I highly suggest looking into it. It is an amazing organization for high school students to, um, get affiliated with your religion. Um, they don't have a specific denomination. It's just 
Christian in a way that they are getting you to follow Jesus and learn more about um, what he offers for you. And at that time, or I've always been pretty religious and um, I care about that a lot. So it was fun to have me and my friends go on that trip and do that. So it was basically like our, our groups, like leaders all went on that and we all like dormed. It was like, it was like luxury camping almost. And we had like volleyball tournaments and they had a pool and they had this like massive swing and like ropes course. And it was just so, 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 so fun. And then we had these things called clubs, which they're not the clubs that you're thinking of. Um, they're basically just like, um, so Young Life has these clubs um, that incorporate messages of Jesus and like songs and hymns but it's more like upbeat for like high school students. So for example, they'll have some fun songs, some fun like relevant songs that you can sing and dance to. And then they'll, they'll format it like, like welcoming song, like fun pop culture song that's like appropriate. That doesn't have any like square words in it. So like, like Yummy by Justin Bieber or something. And we'll all dance to that and we'll all like have fun. And then they'll have a game that they play. Then they'll have another song. Then they'll have another game. And then we'll have a worship song that we all like hang out around each other and um, like sing. And then we'll have the talk, which is usually from one of the leaders in the Young Life Club. And at the Colorado trip, it was this amazing panel of like professional um, speakers that had volunteered to be there at that event. And, um, it was just so amazing to hear what they had to say. And it's a group that I'm proud to be a part of. Um, so maybe I'll send this podcast over to Max, which is my old um, Young Life coordinator, and see what he thinks and maybe promote my message on his account. Anyways, I love Scott County Young Life. So if you're a Scott County Young Life alum or anything like that, just know that I am too, and I love Young Life. So, yeah, Colorado – um, I don't know. It's just it was really pretty and it was a really good experience. So I think that probably um, influences my idea or my perception of Colorado as a whole. Otherwise, um, I don't know. I kind of want to be like I kind of want to live the nomad lifestyle. Or oh my god, why did I say that weird? No, I think I was trying to say nomadic and then like N O M A D I C, but then I was trying to say nomad. I kind of want to live that lifestyle, but then I kind of want to live like an influencer lifestyle, but not like the LA influencer. I, I want anything else in the entire world than to live an LA influencer life. And I say that now with, when, with no understanding of my future. So I don't know where I'm going to end up in the future, but I don't think that that will be, um, projected to be in my future. I hope to God that it won't because I don't know, that's just so messy and so stressful. And so like, it might seem super like whatever, but like social media is so fake. Like, and I'll get into that later. I, th I That was one of my topics that I actually wrote down for, for this podcast to talk about because it's a really important issue. And I don't know, it's just really interesting and stuff that I've learned. Anyways, so yeah. I mean, my top would be probably like Florida because I really, I really, really, really want to go somewhere warm because it's like where I'm warm, I'm happy. And there's like something about like the chemicals of the sun or something. I don't know. There's gotta be like tan makes me happy. 
nothing else but a tan will make me happy. Like I, if I literally get nothing else out of living in a warm estate than some bronze skin, like if I just have no friends or if I just live alone, I will probably be there. I will at least be a little bit more happy than where I am right now. But I have no doubt that wherever I, wherever I move, if I move, hopefully I move. I, I just have to get a plan. Um, that I'll make friends and they'll have good time. That I that I will have a good time. Wow, I really really can't pronounce. I don't know how many times I've said that in this episode alone. Um, but yeah, so much room for opportunity and growth, and I'm so excited, nervous, not really stressed right now because I don't have a plan. I mean, I've talked to my parents a little bit about it, and they're really strongly against me moving, which I can see, but also I'm like want to prove them wrong I'm like I can be successful if I move away like I don't have to be here and do whatever and even if I do work like a corporate job or work for somebody full-time like I can still do that in a different state and I can still sustain myself so it's really not that big of an issue for me so I'm just kind of taking the tide as it rolls in um but yeah there's there's definitely a lot of opportunity and taking time to do stuff like this, like my podcast. And I want to start maybe a YouTube channel. I don't know, but I just don't know what I would do for that because I, f- I would feel so awkward like sitting. I-, I oftentimes can't even like watch myself like in like, s- like school video presentations. I know I did a presentation in high school where we had to produce this video. It was like a skit. It was not even five minutes long. And I sat there in the class and we had to watch all of our videos. And I don't know if you've ever had to do that or anything like that before, but I wanted nothing more than to be out of that room in that five minutes that my video was on there because everybody else was watching me speak and I felt so uncomfortable knowing that everybody else was watching me speak on video. I don't know. So maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. Um, I think maybe what I'm going to do is like do like blogs from this podcast or something. I don't know. There's lots, there's lots that I could do, but college offers me a lot of opportunities to get affiliated with everything. One thing that I'm really passionate about actually is athletics. I do currently work in the athletic department. I do their photos. I do their social media, come up with graphics, um, I love anything and everything that gets me to use my creativity, gives me autonomy. If I don't work somewhere that's going to give me autonomy, there's absolutely no reason you'll see me in that chair or in the office or in that cubicle. Like, I just will not be there. I won't even apply for the job. Um, I need to do something that's going to represent who I am but also going to help the the motive behind the business. So that's kind of what inspires me. I'm like, well, why don't I just make my own business? But I just don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I just don't know. I need to figure out, like, what there's a need for and stuff. Um, I'm kind of thinking, I don't know. I was kind of thinking more on the influencer side. But anyways, um, yeah. So, like, I need to use my creativity. Athletics. Um, my cousin is really actually worked for like big athletic teams and I'm talking when I when I say I'm into athletics I mean like maybe one day I want to be the like the creative director for like 
one of the NFL teams. Like my cousin did an internship for the Detroit Lions. And coincidentally, we had this event at my school called the Sports Symposium. And it was actually the first annual one. So it was kind of brand new. So there was a lot of people there. But basically what it was was all of the school's alum that work in professional sports organizations um, were all there. And there was there was a good amount of people. And one of the people was actually from the Detroit Lions. So I got to network him, network with him. And he recognized that I was um, his cousin. And I was like, like, oh, do you remember working with him back in 20, whatever, whatever it was? And he was like, oh, yeah, like, I love him. Like, he's awesome. So, and... That's one of the things that he said. One of my cousins said that you really have to make connections in the sports industry. So I guess getting there would be, would be, I would have an advantage because he's in that industry and he's worked for some teams. So that's always an outlet. I don't know. I feel like I would take honestly any job that would offer me that autonomy and that ability, at least just a little bit. I know that they would probably focus on the like company first, but a little bit. I just want, work to look back on and be like I'm proud of that like I made that like if I make a graphic for the social media page like even for my school's athletic department I'm like oh my god like that was me like I made that I took that photo I made that graphic I posted this posted that like I don't know it's just super cool to me because it's like you have an impact and you are important to the organization that's another big thing um so yeah I guess I have that route that I could go down um but again, you don't really have to know exactly what you want to do. You just have to know like what you're passionate about. So one of my teachers talked about there's this like model or something. I can't remember what it's called. It's like Ilikai or something. And it helped you figure out what you want to do. I haven't done it, but I'm sure it'll help you guys if you want to look it up. I don't know if you can spell it out for my pronunciation, my very poor pronunciation. But if you can, that's good. And if you can't, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to try to pronounce it again. Um, so, yes, move away, get a job, live life. I really, really, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to this too, a nine-to-five, nine days a week, or, oh, my goodness, nine-to-five, five days a week not not the thing that excites me most about a job and it's like and it's like really if you're in a job that you don't love and you have to sit there and work all day every day with the exception of the weekends it's like I don't know part of me feels like you're wasting your life away but then when I talk to my parents about this they're like oh yeah that's normal like sometimes you have to do stuff that you don't want to do and I'm like for a little bit and then and then you move into a job that you like but then I'm like, but you're still working a nine to five. Like you're, my mom works, heck, like 12 hours a day. She'll get, she work. granted she works a night shift, but regardless, she goes to work at like 5 p.m. Comes, doesn't come back to like 4 or 5 a.m. She's done this for like the last 20 years, I swear. And I'm like, how do you just not burn out? Like I'm so terrified of of picking the wrong like job and like ended up like that even like granted she does a great job at her job um and my dad does too he doesn't have to work those extreme extreme hours anymore he works a different job now at a different company but I mean 
Like that's just so insane. And it's like part of me wants nothing to do with that. And I know a lot of a lot of people have the same problem. There's got to be. And a lot of people are really creative and are like, you know what? I'm going to go out there and make my own business and I'm going to be self-sufficient for myself. And one of the really th- big things about my motivator is that I want to provide a service that no matter where I am or what I'm doing, I can still provide that service and it's not going to hold me back from doing whatever I want to do, such as travel or um, like work on my own time schedule. And like part of that is just the fact that I want to live throughout my 20s like to the fullest that I can and the best that I can. And just like the association that I have with the full-time job is just like absolute terror. Like everyone's like, oh my God, like Friday night, like get packed up, like ready to work or like ready to leave. Like it's so exciting. And I feel like, like I don't want to be in a job where I hate, or even if you don't hate it, you still say that about your job. And then you're like, oh, like Monday, like it's Monday again. Like, you know, and it's like, I want to get away from the typical work week. I want to work a job that I love to the point where I don't feel like I'm working anymore. I feel like I'm living, you know? And I know I've heard a couple people talk about this and there were, there was like some quote on this on like TikTok and I love TikTok. I'm, addic- I'm addicted to TikTok just like every other Gen Z out there. But it really put in perspective. It's like, it's like, wow. Like, I feel like we are moving away from the typical work-life balance as a generation, but also the willingness to do this is kind of slim because you're like following in your parents' footsteps and it's hard to tell your parents that you don't want to work like a full-time job because like part of them is like, well, that's normal. Like you have to do that. And I know like I'm being pushed right now to apply for jobs and it's hard because I'm like, well, I don't know what I like specifically want to do and I have so much time, but also I don't have that much time at all because it's five months away and some of the people that I know in my classes are like, oh yeah, I just accepted this job for so-and-so corporate um, for, for May, like right after graduation. And it's like, oh my gosh, like what do I do? And, but one of the people in my class, she's graduating in two weeks. She still doesn't have a plan, but that's totally okay. And I would much rather just not stress about it than worry about it too far in advance and then get a job and then like have that, like, I don't know, not necessarily hold me back, but like, like if you have a job that you're not going to be, then you're not going to be motivated to like do extra stuff like this or like create your own business because you're like, oh, like I'm already set, like it'll be fine. Like, I'll just like do whatever I want before I graduate, like take it all in. But then like when you graduate, it's like, boom, like real girl stuff, like big, big adult stuff. And I'm just not, I don't know. I'm not ready to do that. I'm still 19. I will be barely 20 when I graduate. Granted my birthday's in May. So I'll be 19 all the way up to when I graduate, which will be, absolutely insane and I'm partially terrified to walk with everyone else 
I think I will walk. I haven't made that decision decision yet. I think my parents will force me to walk regardless, um, which I understand. Um, but yeah, that's just that's just so like bizarre to me. So if you're in college and you have the same experience as me or same thoughts, then good. I'm not alone. This is the purpose of the podcast to talk about stuff like that. And that was just a really, really like brief overview of kind of like my experience, my goals, my life. I know it touched a little bit on personal life and I'll get really more in deep about that or in depth about that in like the future episodes. And like, hopefully if I get my friends on here, they will get to talk about their experiences and we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about. I guarantee. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is fun. I, the first episode, I mean, this is like big, big time stuff. Still in the basement. Still, this is literally finals week. I could not have picked a busier week week to start this. Granted, this isn't my first take at the intro. I actually had to change my podcast name because there was already so many podcasts. Like I thought I had like the, the like best podcast name ever. I was like, oh my God, like this is so catchy. This is going to like blow up. And then I looked on Spotify. I was like, oh my God, somebody else already has that same podcast. But it like wasn't big or anything. But like part of me is like, I was like so scared. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get sued. Like, I don't want to do this. And I was like, oh, well, I quick have to change this. So I'd like, and I'd like design everything, right? So I had to change my Photoshop outlay, design everything, name. And so I think Wanna Be 20 is pretty, pretty catchy because like I want to be 20 and like I'm so close to 20, but I'm not. I'm like living in this like 19 year old body. And again, I think it's so funny that nobody in my classes really knows that I'm not 20, 21. Cause one of my teachers was actually going to bring in, um, beer like into class. And I don't know if this is normal for, for teachers to do. I don't think it is because when I saw it on the syllabus, it was legitimately on the syllabus beer game. And when I saw that, I started internally freaking out a little bit. I was like, Oh my God, like I'm 19. And she has a beer game on the syllabus. Like, how am I going to tell her without embarrassing myself? And trust me, I've had my fair share of embarrassments as a younger um, student in university. For example, I was in a class. You know how lectures in college are like pretty, pretty, like big. Like they're big, big. Some of them are smaller. Like one of my classes is like 14 kids. But one of my classes last year, um, it was probably like 100 people in that big lecture hall class like levels of seats and rows and tables and it was on the very first day so the teacher was doing introductions and whatnot and just the expected stuff that you would hear from the first day and I remember that he goes he's like and it's like a sophomore level junior level class I was taking it last year so that makes sense um but I still didn't know anyone in my classes there was no no other freshman so he asks the class he goes he goes down the level. He goes, raise your hand if you're a senior. Raise your hand if you are a junior. And you see where this is going already? Yep, sophomore. And then he goes, raise your hand if you're a freshman. Did I raise my hand? Absolutely not. I'm not going to be the only one in this class that raises my hand. And I'm sitting in the center of this 100-person lecture hall class. And I kid you not, the teacher goes, I could have sworn there was a freshman in my class. He walks over to his computer 
searches up his class, like, like everybody in his class. And I was like, oh my God, he's actually doing it. So before he got there and embarrassed me by calling out my name, I decided to raise my hand. Everybody, everybody, it was, it was the most embarrassing, but now that I think about it, it doesn't really matter. Again, nothing in college matters. Um, it was the most embarrassing event that I think I've ever experienced or witnessed in my college career. Everybody turned their chair around, looked at me like I kid you not. It was like a, I felt like I was like on stage ready to perform like a, a dance solo. The room goes like silent. And he's like, he's like, oh, like I always love like freshmen in my class. And that was it. And they just started talking like it was the most unnecessary thing that he could have done and I probably just should have raised my hand but then but then again he would have like he would have said that anyways if nobody raised their hand if they're a freshman anyways so going back to the beer game um in one of my classes the teacher goes the teacher asked the same question and she goes is there any freshmen in here or anybody that is under 21, and this year I'm a sophomore, so at least it's not that embarrassing that I'm a freshman. So, yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, God, like, what am, I, what am I decision now? Now that I've had this super embarrassing experience, what do I do now, to, now that it's come up again? And my saving grace shows up in this class. This little freshman raises her hand beside me, like two two seats down and she goes I'm actually a freshman um blah 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 and I was like thank the heavens that I did not have to do that and that was a class that the one girl knew that I wasn't um 21 so she like nudged me in the arm she's like are you gonna say anything I was like I was like heck no girl like like I'll just I'll just sit here and wait for her to figure it out and yeah, so I avoided that awkward scenario. Uh, but anyways, college is full of fun and awkward and crazy scenarios, like people wearing comfies to class and doing all that kind of stuff. So I guess I'm going to wrap it up because I, for some reason, got to 58 minutes and 27 seconds already. So that's pretty cool. I'm hoping to keep all my episodes around an hour. Some will probably be shorter I doubt that some will be longer. Maybe they will be longer if I really get into a topic that I like and I just don't want to stop talking. Um, but yeah, college is fun. Key takeaway, do what you want to do. Nobody cares about what you're doing. They're too focused on themselves. So just be focused on yourself. Continue to improve. Continue to, to, to show up for yourself. And I guess if you get embarrassed one day or mess up, it's not the end of the world because at the end of the day, nobody cares and nothing matters. In the grand scheme of things. In the grand, in the grand scheme of things. Okay. So I will see you guys in the next episode. This episode should be out on Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Peace out.